things are happening, Donna, here at Radio Catskill. I know. It's the coolest, man. You want to tell tell people the, the two ways that they can give, and then I've got to just do a couple of things, okay. and then we'll, we'll, we'll really get started here. Of course. Well, the first thing you can do is call 845-482-4141. We've got people here answering the phones. They'll be happy to take your money. All right. And then the next way is, of course, go to the WJFFradio.org website, mm. click on donate, and then scroll down to whatever show it is that you want to donate to. I'm hoping that yeah. you're going to want to donate to Catskill Character. Yeah, yeah. Look for the Catskill Character fundraising page to help Don out. We'll, we'll uh, talk about uh, the progress you're making towards your goal and the need that we have for people to give. Uh, but you've got those two ways in mind now while we take a quick pause and then come back with this full hour. All righty. Uh, Catskill Character, 845-482-4141 or WJFFradio.org. Give now. Support comes from Conover Club Restaurant at Calicoon Hills Hotel, featuring the awful, awful dinner for the bold and adventurous a seven-course menu of unusual and rarely used cuts and game meats, prepared by Chef Jean-Paul Medina. Saturday, October 30th at 6. Limited seating. Calicoonhills.com From the River Reporter newspaper, riverreporter.com And from listeners like No, you. hearing the theme from the Wackalona Monkeys now does not mean you're a time traveler. It just means that I have something a little special lined up for our first four favourites fun drive show. Join me, please, for a nice little Wagalota Monkey surprise next Sunday afternoon at three. Radio Catskills Fall Favorites Fun Drive is happening now. Our website has been updated with a brand new fundraising page for every program we air. Check it out. Find the page for your favorite show, click to donate, then share that fundraising page with friends in an email, text, or on social media. It's our Fall Favorites Fun Drive. Go to WJFFRadio.org. WJFFRadio.org or giving us a call here at 845-482-4141. I'm Jason and uh, Donna is here because it is time for uh, Catskill Character. Uh, Donna, it wouldn't be Catskill Character though without this. Fake out. Hold on one second. There you go. Want me to sing it? I love yeah. that music. I've told you that a hundred times. You picked it out for me, and I, I love I, it. I love it, too. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so this is a live Catskill character, uh, and we're actually going to do it. You're going to talk to people here, right? Yeah. You know, one of my best, best buddies is on the phone, Gray Bass Knight, who is a definite Catskill character. He is a fantastic author. And, you know, my husband and I were talking about this last night. Gray's books need to be made into movies. Uh-huh. And the the book that he wrote yeah. that I, the Flight of the Fox, the right. Sam Tea Garden uh, books, Flight of the Fox and Madness of the Q, they need to be made into movies. And Mark Ruffalo needs to be the lead. <laughs> you That's you, it. Greg. I'm going to put him on the phone now and tell him that he's there. He's right oh, there. Oh, are you there, Greg? 
I am here. Hi, hey. Donna. Oh, I have. To, I gotta. I guess oh, I gotta put the yeah, headphones on. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. So Donna's gonna plug in her headphones real quick, uh, uh, Gray, uh, because okay. otherwise she won't be able to to hear you. We didn't uh, uh, think about this. Uh, you know, this is what happens when you you've got people doing live, live radio, radio that don't man. usually ever do live radio. So <laughs> so there you go. Um, it's great to have yes, you. Yes, I'm studio. here. Hi, Donna. Thanks hey, so much Gray. for that little punch. Oh my God, it's so true. We were talking about this last night. Mark Ruffalo starring in Flight of the Fox. Don't you know, you I actually got a copy of my first book, Flight of the Fox, into the hands of Mr. Ruffalo. I'm not sure if he read it, but I agree with you. He would be a great Sam Teagarden. He would. And you know what? He needs to do something else besides the Hulk because he is such a fantastic actor. And this is such a fantastic book. And tell, tell the people a little bit about the book so they know what I'm talking about. Uh, Flood of the Fox is a story about uh, a man who lives in Sullivan County. In fact, he has a house in the town of Bethel. And um, suddenly, he's a mathematics teacher. And suddenly, uh, for reasons he doesn't understand, um, these remote drones come and attack him at his house in Bethel. And he has to go on the run down the East Coast to reach his daughter, who lives in Key West. And the run takes him through New York City, Washington, D.C., and points south until he finally reaches uh, the Keys. And during the run, he finds out why he's being pursued and why his life is in jeopardy. And it has to do with dark secrets pertaining to, uh, well, to the ugly aspects of the latter half of the 20th century, that is, the assassinations of JFK, RFK, and MLK, and he learns a certain truth about those uh, unfortunate assassinations. Mm. And, and there are some dark figures that don't want the truth to be released, so that's sort of the classic setup there. Yeah. And let's not forget to mention that he's sitting on his front porch in Bethel, New York, at the time of the 50th anniversary of the Woodstock <laughs> Festival. And your book came out right about that time, right? That's right. That's one reason why it occurred to me to go ahead and, and set it in that year and that time, and in fact in that location, because um, uh, the the narrative is that he was actually a Woodstock baby, and there were a couple of Woodstock babies, and right. my fictional character Sam Teagarden turns out to be one of them. And as an adult, he lives there in Bethel, not far from where his... Uh, Rock and roll loving mom and dad uh, were sitting there for three days in August of 1969. Doing, oh, I, I shouldn't say this on air, but they were doing the nasty. Oh. <laughs> well, you said it. You said it. <laughs> Oops, sorry. <laughs> oh, those crazy rock and roll loving parents. Yeah, well, I was at Woodstock too, so yeah, I, uh, yeah, I saw I saw it firsthand. You can, you can, yeah, you can attest. Yes. And let's not forget... Madness of the Q, which finds poor Sam where? Um, Sam is back in New York City for the sequel. It's called Madness of the Q, and suddenly um, now he's on the good side of the FBI, and the FBI wants to tap him to help with a global problem where select groups of people are going mad around the world um, because a certain religious document has been discovered uh, beneath an ancient, ancient church in northern Israel, and uh, no one knows really what's going on, but because Sam has been made quite famous um, at, during Flight of the Fox, he's now a bit of a, a public relations window dressing for the FBI, and mm. they want to look good as they're trying to solve this new global problem. 
Um, the thing to point out about this man, Sam Teagarden, is although it sounds a lot like sort of the Jason Bourne run for your life sequence, Sam Teagarden is not a secret agent. He does not have a black belt in karate. He doesn't know anything about firearms. He's just a smart guy with a very strong sense of self-preservation. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the key angles for uh, his <clears throat> his interesting runs for his life. Yeah. You see what I mean about this, Jason? It's like the writing is so layered, and it's got so much depth to it. And that's yeah. what a lot of movies don't have nowadays. You yeah. know, they don't have a real story. You know, they're just shooting up everything. I, really, I think we got to get this book back to um, Mr. Ruffalo again. Because if you got, uh, if you got a lot of, um, you know, if you got a lot of intrigue and twists and everything, mm. where are you going to put all the digital robots blowing up? <laughs> Come, you got to think of these things, Donna. If there We're, are digital robots and aliens blowing well, up. Well, there's drones. Oh, there's lots that's, of drones. That's it. There you go. Yeah, lots of drones. So, Gray, tell us what you're doing now. Well, I'm, I'm still working. You know, I'm retired from the news, in fact, from the radio news industry. I spent 30 years in radio news. And um, Listen to that voice, Jason. I, that's, a voice, that's a voice for radio. Sounding good. <laughs> Uh, and once I retired, I just decided, well, well, I, I was a news writer and news producer and so forth. And the thing I've never done but always wanted to do is write fiction. So for the last few years, I've been writing fiction. And lo and behold, I'm actually getting published, which is one of the more difficult things to do in the world. And I'm just loving it. So right now, I'm continuing to write a number of manuscripts. And I'm working on a two more novels, um, um, a novel and a sequel, both of which take place in New York City, and they're crime, crime and uh, mysteries and suspense. Mm-hmm. I suppose they could be called thrillers, but they're not exactly run-for-your-life thrillers like these two we've been chatting about. Right. But I, I, I'm excited about them, and I'm looking forward to them. Uh, um, the one that I have right now is tentatively titled In a New York Minute. Mm. Um, so I hope that draws in readers uh, to see what's going on with uh, this new set of characters I'm inventing. You know, I, I I feel I have to mention your wonderful wife, who is a very dear friend of mine, Lisa Weiss. And she is um, really your partner in uh, your writing career because she has been... Um, what, what is it? Is it in marketing or communications? But she's a, an expert in getting you out there. She had you on a book tour. Um, this is before COVID, of course. And she really knows what she's doing. Because what you said is true. It's really hard to get published these days. It is. And, of course, in publishing these days, authors have to do their own PR, publicity, and promotion. Right. And my wife, you're, you're talking about Lisa Weiss, your good buddy. And my and my spouse, I guess that makes her my good buddy as well. I, I would she, hope so. <laughs> <laughs> she's recently retired from a career of public relations and um, and marketing and promotions. Right. And of course, she did a lot of it at the corporate level for other um, issues, and in particular, medical related issues. But she knows the score and she knows how to do it, and she's quite tenacious. And she's helped me in uh, organizing book tours and. Uh, and getting my name and my titles out there as best as we can in publications and review journals and so forth. And so I owe her a great deal of uh, gratitude. And, fa- and in fact, my first book was dedicated to her. Yeah, she's she's really the best. So tell her I said hello. Okay. And thank you so much for your donation. You know, I, I, I appreciate it so much. We really need everyone out there to... Um, 
take your example and call in, donate what you can, and uh, keep this radio station the incredible uh, station that it is. We need everyone out there. Thank you for that. Yeah, about an hour before um, you called me this morning, I went online and I donated $150 to the Catskill Character page in the WJFF website, and it's the easiest thing in the world to do. I was glad to do it. And um, that's, of course, what's important here. Lisa and I have been uh, blessed to have a home there in Sullivan County, and we've been listening to WJFF now for 16 or 17 years. And yeah. we have the, we have it on pretty much all day long, starting with Democracy Now! and going through the local programs, um, Radio Chatskill, Farm and Country, and that little, on Saturday morning, what is that program called? Radio... Catskill Character with Donna Fellenberg, which is one of our favorites. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Gray. Um, I'm just going to check on the time with Jason. Are we good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're ready to wrap up, we can wrap up and move on. That's up to you. Okay. We have another minute or two if you want. Do you have anything else you want to tell us about, Gray? Um, just thank you for calling me, and, and we applaud WJFF and the whole purpose here. Um, especially you guys stepped up so well during the pandemic. Everyone there at WJFS, I don't know how you did it, but you kept us informed and you kept going during the pandemic. And um, now that things are getting a little better, y'all deserve appreciation and listeners need to call in and be mindful of the fact that during the crisis, WJFF was there for all of the listening audience and uh, so make that donation and uh, make it as generous as you possibly can. And remember the service committed to the community during the uh, COVID pandemic. That's important. Oh, that's great. Thanks so much. Yeah, Jason and Tim were here every day, all day. It was incredible. They're still standing. <laughs> we're still here. Wow. <laughs> but thank you so much, Gray. Thank you, Gray. You I'll talk to and you I soon. And I just want to say... I missed it. I'm sorry I missed the endless Friday night. That sounded like fun. <laughs> we'll do it again. We'll do it again this coming Friday. You just turn okay. on your radio. We'll talk, be there. Talk to you guys later. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye, Donna. Well, that was fun. Yeah, he's the best. And that those books are so fantastic. I wasn't kidding. This is Catskill Character. Catskill Character. With Donna Fellenberg, I'm Jason Dole. This is a special extended edition of Catskill Character. Ordinarily, this time, you'd be hearing from Rosie Starr, and here she is actually uh, to say hi real quick, because she's going to be doing an hour-long... say good morning to you, all of you. Welcome to this wonderful <laughs> studio in Jeffersonville. Oh, wait, it's... I have to get a picture. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, uh, for those of you listening on the radio, because this is the radio, uh, oh. Rosie's here, and she's got fangs in. I've got my fangs in because I, I want the fans to call us now at 845-482-4141. I am talking like this because it's Halloween tomorrow and we're getting ready with the festivities. And we're here, I am here, to answer the phones. I want you to call me with your money. We are looking for money. Come on, guys. Do you think I stand here in the on a Saturday in these seats hanging out of my mouth? If I didn't want the phone to ring, we gotta get the phone to ring now. Eight four five four eight two four one four one. 
Uh, excuse me, but I just have to say, that's like a Transylvanian slash Italian accent, if ever I heard one. From Brooklyn, Transylvania, Brooklyn, I am from. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my holy, God. Holy drink, bun drive. Uh, you know, and Rosie always dresses for the occasion. Yes. She's got her... She's got paint her, a picture for the listener, yeah. Oh, she's got a skeleton... Um, I wish you all could see this. She has a skeleton scarf. She's dressed completely in black head to toe. And she has these hideous fangs <laughs> that are pretty scary, I have to admit. Is my lipstick smearing? No, so it's, not smeared in, it's not smeared enough. You better work on that. <laughs> Go, go work on that and answer the phone, please. <laughs> it's Rosie Starr. <laughs> Call in support of Farm and Country at 845-482-4141. Call in support of Catskill Character, 845-482-4141. Give what you can and do give now. And go to uh, WJFFRadio.org. Look for the Catskill Character fundraising page at WJFFRadio.org. Uh, when, you, when you click Donate Now, there will be a little search field. Instead of all the scrolling, you could just type in Character. It'll oh, pop right up. Look at and, that. And we're looking at now, Donna, you were so close to making your goal for the entire fund drive. Um, oh. So it would be fantastic if we could like blow by that. We want, we, if we could finish doing meeting your goal right now, and th- the next call or two could possibly could do, do it. it. So let's, let's hear what from I you What I got to do? Do I got to get on my knees? What do I got to do? Please. Eight four five four eight two four one four one. I can't do an accent like Rosie, but. I think she comes that <laughs> I think she comes by it honestly. <laughs> yeah, she's from Brooklyn. You know, um, I'm, I think we're going to get in touch with my next guest. Yeah, and I, I want to talk a little bit phone. about her. This is a really exciting woman. Her name is Amberly Jane Campbell. But I know her, and you all probably know her, as Jane Bondage. Because she is a roller derby queen. That's right. I said roller derby. She, um, what is the name of, oh my God, I'm going to have to ask her because I, I'm forgetting the name of her team. I've got it. But this woman has done so many things and I want to ask her. Oh, is she there? Yeah. Oh, Jane? Hi. Hey, Hi, girl. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on with me today. I was just telling the listener about you, and I forgot the name. It's the Mid-Hudson Misfits, right? Right. We are absolutely the Misfits, and we have a junior derby team that is called the Mid-Hudson Mischiefs. Oh, I did not know that. And Are those younger girls, like in their teens? Uh, they are. It's open to ages 9 to 17. Oh, my God. You start them young. You- yeah, so we um, we have a great time, and there's a good group of um, of individuals involved, and we're actually really excited to be back skating in uh, Skate Time 209 for the time being. Um, there's a lot I could go into, but basically the town of Rochester is looking to buy uh, Skate Time 209, and so there's going to be a public referendum vote on December 7th to see if that happens. Um, but in, at least until then, um, we will be, you know, we're back in our home skating. And uh, it feels really good to be back on the wood floor because the, the past year and a half we were practicing uh, in a parking lot. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, what did you do during COVID? I mean, that's that's up close and personal when you're on the rink. So you couldn't be doing anything with other teams. 
Right. Well, we we have been, um, you know, obviously when COVID hit, we uh, stopped doing everything for a couple months. But then I think maybe when May or June came around, we started to practice outside. Uh, of course, the weather was cooperative and we always were masked um, mm-hmm. when we were together. And uh, and so we, we follow pretty strict COVID protocols and, um, and and we are obviously masked now that we are indoors again. And, you know, I should mention that that's not all that you do. But before I get into the fact that you're the publisher of the Shawangunk Journal, I wanted mm-hmm. to ask you, because I was, I was reviewing some of my notes last night, and there were two things that I didn't remember. One is when you were in Australia, and believe me, this lady has gotten around. She's been everywhere. You were doing life-size ceramics. I don't remember us talking about that. Um, yeah, so uh, back in 2008, I had um, saved a little money, and I was going to travel a bit. And so uh, actually, I went to Tahiti first. I knew somebody there. I stayed with them. It was wonderful. I went to New Zealand, and I, I lived in New Zealand for a year, and I, I worked at the um, the museum in Auckland, and it was so wonderful. Um, and then I went to Australia, and I was there for about a year. And while I was there, I did... Um, I, f- I found a place to live that happened to be a house share with a, uh, a famous, you know, in Australia and abroad ceramicist named Jenny Orchard. And um, I shared a, a house with her and some other fine folks. And I started um, picking up doing ceramics again, which I had done in college. And I assisted her in making these uh, sculptures for various shows. We went out into the outback and we did a show mm. in, uh, you know, kind of the Blue Mountains area of uh this more the center of Australia where it's just, you know, out back and it's, you know, you, you pull up to this town, it's like an old ghost town. There's nothing around for, you know, so many miles, but, um, but we did, uh, create these incredible, uh, they, we had to measure the huge kiln to make sure that it would fit in there. And it like just made it in there. Mm. Um, each, each of these enormous sculptures, but so, um, I did have a great time uh, doing that, and uh, and then um, and then of course I came back to to take care of my mom who was terminally ill, and um, and yeah, and so that's how I came back to the states. Yeah, and um, it's it's quite quite a quite a story, but. Um, that's like the Reader's Digest version. Yes, you know, and as you were talking about it, it all started flooding back to me. But you know, you have to give me a little um, what's that term? A little slack. Because, you know, I am a woman of a certain age. Oh, no, no, not at all. I mean, and you talk to so many interesting people. Um, and, you know, Catskill Character is such um, a really incredible and important show because, um, oh, it, it absolutely is. Because, I mean, especially it's very close to my heart as a journalist that, you know, you bring forth people's stories. You make other human beings more accessible to all of us, and that increases empathy. And it just is is, is really an important facet of what JFF does. And um, if I could go off a little bit on why people should support JFF, please do. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I would love to because um, I have to. I and now I'm speaking to the wider folks that are listening. You know, you love JFF. You know, you appreciate the shows and the people who work really hard. Uh, to make it such an incredible resource for the community. And um, and these drives are so important because we really need them to continue this important work. 
um, that you're doing. And so I would really encourage people to support even in, in a little way that they can, a larger way, you know, however you can support this incredible group of people doing this really important work in your community. These are your neighbors, um, your friends, and people you count on, and you really should just support it as much as you can. Oh, Jane, thank you so much for that. I, I really appreciate it. And you ought to know, because you're the publisher of the Shawankunk Journal, so you know all yes. about getting... And uh, News Atomic and as well, And News right? Atomic. Yeah. yeah, tell them. Well, so we, so we originally created uh, News Atomic as the platform for the Shawankunk Journal, but as we have kind of evolved over time... News Atomic is is the software that we're kind of that we created in house that we're using uh, for our platform. So now, actually, you could go to shawangungjournal dot com, and that is now you know the website that holds uh, the Shawangung Journal and other amazing publications like Manor Inc. and um, and and you know Hudson Valley News, uh, um, you know Mid Hudson News. I'm sorry, and Hudson Valley One, and a, a whole bunch of a slew of other uh, great independent local journalism. Um, but the SJ, you know. I mean, of course, it's. I am the publisher of it. I, I know, you know how hard we work to, um, you know, to capture these also these local stories that are so important for people, and um, and things are just really doing so well. And it's such a like, um, it really is so beautiful to to watch like the upward trajectory of folks hearing about us and signing on and subscribing and you know realizing that they should support independent community journalism um, because it really speaks to the heart of democracy. Um, and uh, so I, I feel very privileged and fortunate to have, you know, this incredible team of people who I'm, impress me every day with the lengths that they go to, the integrity they have, the talent. Um, I'm just, I'm really bowled over just like every day. Mm. And um, I, I feel really fortunate to be able to do what we do. Um, we did... Um, we did recently move our offices um, almost kind of just across the street. But now we are on, you know, the ground floor on Canal Street in the center of Ellenville, right next to the Hunt Memorial Building. Uh, it's so nice to be, you know, before we were on the second floor, um, which was great for taking pictures. You had We had this wonderful view of Canal Street for all the parades and Blueberry Fest and everything. But now being on the ground floor um, is just, it really, I knew more people would stop in and say hello, but I, I, I never knew that the response would be uh, just so robust and so many people, you know, wanting to stop in and get a subscription and, and tell us what, you know, a story we, they think we should cover. And um, it, it's real. I mean, all day, every day, I, I'm like talking to these wonderful community members and um, it, it has really like opened my eyes to you know, not only how much people really need, you know, connection and how much they count on us uh, to let them know what's happening, um, but also just, um, it, it's just wonderful being more in the mix of, mm. you know, and Ellenville is very happening right now, if I can say that. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, seeing its kind of evolution over the course of the last five years, it is really kind of, you know, it's never had the best reputation. Um, it's kind of the oft-forgotten corner of Ulster County. Um, but, you know, slowly over time, and especially this, you know, it, it went hugely after COVID and everybody started, you know, moving up and, and everything. But, um, you know, like last night was the final market on market, which was a, um, a monthly kind of 
artisanal makers and farmers market all rolled into one um, in Ellenville. And to see all the kinds of people that come out to these events, um, it is such a a wide cross-section of of people. And and there is a, a huge amount that are, like, newly moved up here from the city, um, and they're they're just like Ellenville's so cool. How did you know? And and really, it's all these these great people who were who were always here and trying to make it happen, and all and these new people as well. And just like everybody, kind of working together in the mix um, to just you know uplift the area that we all live in and enjoy and love. You know, I loved everything that you just said, but I want to make one comment about something that you said about the. Um, moving across the street and being on the first floor, you're more available for people to come in and see you. And it, that got me really excited because, you know, we're we're going to be doing a move as well. And, you know, where we are now, we're sort of tucked away down a driveway. You really can't see us. But when we move to Liberty, we're going to be right there on Route 52, and we'll be much more accessible too. And it, it's very encouraging to hear you say about what's happened since you did that move. Oh, oh, it's the difference is um, really mind blowing. Um, I mean, like I said, I knew more people would maybe stop in, but the, the difference, I mean, it's like I said, it's, it's a steady stream of people kind of like all day, um, at least for the days that I'm in Ellenville. Now, we do also have, uh, and, and also, I'm, I am very excited about your new place because it's closer to me. <laughs> you know? Oh, good. <laughs> More accessible. So you'll be one of the people stopping in. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I love it. And you, if I'm, if I'm not wrong, you're, you'd be right across from SUNY Sullivan, right? Uh, it's right across from uh, Bolsey's, Sullivan County Bolsey's, yeah. actually. Oh, from yeah. Sullivan County. But okay, right. right but right. we will be closer to SUNY Sullivan. We'll be closer to our tower, which is at the center of our broadcast area. Which will be great. Uh, our tower is on a hill right behind where the new location is. And the new location is also right off of uh, Route 17. So people coming east or west uh, get off and come right up the hill. We'll, we'll be there before you know it. But, of course, that's why we're looking for people's support. Um, Jane, be- before we go, can I just ask you quick, this is going out on a limb, which you shouldn't do as an interviewer. Uh-oh. Uh, um, but I'm curious where your, your roller derby team name, the Misfits, came from, if anywhere. Oh wow. Um well so uh 